0: Welcome to Utah Places and Traces. We are back at it. How's it going guys? I'm well. Good. Thanks. Good to have you in the studio. It's good to be here. Yeah. So uh, we're going to bring back another episode on a national park today. Kind of work on our way through all of them. There's several prominent um, Mm -hmm. national parks in Utah. and
1: Five to be exact.
0: You've got that right. Today we're going to be covering Zion National Park. Zion. Zion.
1: It's not Zion's, people. Yep. It's just Zion. Just Zion. But we're not bitter. That's a pet peeve. I don't know why. It (laughs) bothers me. Anyways,
0: so Zion National Park. This is a really amazing national park um, filled with red cliffs and uh, rivers, narrow canyons. It's really, really beautiful. So it's located in southern utah just about an hour drive from st george it's pretty close so pretty accessible to the southern utah communities Um, it covers 229 square miles of um, really beautiful landscape and some of its primary features include huge cliffs um, uh, a really really beautiful canyon similar to that of yosemite just a little bit smaller Um, it has a similar viewpoint that you might find in yosemite but uh, different scale different color mm. and it's also really popular for rock climbers which is another um, connection to Yosemite but it's way cool yeah we'll, t- we'll talk a little bit about the rock climbing later on in the episode um, so just some interesting facts we want to go through to talk about um, one of the highest points in the park is 6,980 feet and that is a Ooh. cliff called well, it's it's a series of cliffs called the Court of the Patriarchs, and it's named after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There's three huge cliffs. Really, really uh, spectacular. Oh. Um, so, yeah, let's see. Uh, the National Park was originally named uh, Mukuntweep National Monument, and it was protected by President Taft in 1909. Uh, Ten years later, it expanded a... Um, uh, took up some more land and renamed it Zion. And one of the original one of the original reasons why they named it Zion is not only because of the Mormon influence in the word Zion, but also because they were afraid that um, visitors wouldn't be able to pronounce the indigenous name. <laughs> they thought it would deter Eek. visitors from coming and so they like, ah yeah, let's change it to something easier to say.
1: That's a classic hmm. that's a classic move, I feel like.
2: Yep. Evidently <laughs> not though. Zions. <laughs> Zions.
1: Now it's too easy. Zions didn't make it easy enough. It has to be enough people added letters
2: to it. Give me a break.
1: That is a classic move. Yeah. I I I can see why though. I think True. for the average Anglo American, up' mm-hmm. is a little tough.
0: Like, hey Casey, let's go to Makuntuip. Or you'd have to weekend. shorten it to Muk. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so the word Zion, um most most religious people probably know what that means. It just means refuge or sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And um It's a Hebrew word, right? It is. Yeah. Hebrew word Zion, yeah. I'm not, how, I'm not sure how to pronounce it in like Zion
1: Williamson.
2: Zion Williamson, yeah. Um, anyways. I Sorry, th- really quick. I wonder if you yeah. call it Zion's because they think that some dude named Zion founded it, right?
1: It is a name.
2: But, it's true. And they're like, oh, well, this is Zion's Park. Therefore, we'll just call it Zion's. Like Herb's Diner. Sure. You know? <laughs> but sure. It could I don't be. Know. I, that's totally just um, conjecture.
0: No, it totally could be. Um, I know that when they were deciding to change the name, they pulled that influence from the Mormons that were in the area. The Pioneers, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, m- calling it a refuge or sanctuary because it's so um, uh, blanketed by the cliffs. Uh, it's, it's a pretty safe place to be during the winter. Um, a lot of the Indians settled there um, back in the early days
2: because of that. Um, the except, refuge. I have exactly. been there
1: in the winter, though. It was frigid. Yeah. Was so. it windy
2: or just like? It
1: was just, it wasn't windy. I think cold. maybe that's it. It's okay. a canyon, so it's mm-hmm. protected. But it was, it was cold. I think just the stone soaks up, <clears throat> soaks up whatever is going on. And so it was snowing that day and it was really foggy. And it was just
0: yeah.
1: chilled to the, I was chilled to the bone. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it is kind of a high elevation. It's um, true. So you're going to get, it's going to get cold in the winter. Yes. Um,
1: can, I, can I cut in with some geology really quick? Go for it. So Zion, like all of the other national parks in Utah, was, is part of the Colorado Plateau. And we've talked about the Colorado Plateau in our Bryce Canyon episode. But the Colorado Plateau is basically just a huge uplift of land that stretches from Colorado into Utah, a little bit into Arizona, and um, New Mexico the Four Corners states, which we know and love. And it's part of the Grand Staircase. So Bryce Canyon is kind of the top elevation of the Grand Staircase of the Colorado Plateau. It's a really high point. And so the base layers of rock at Bryce Canyon are the top layers of rock at Zion. So it kind of falls down into like a staircase from Bryce Canyon going down to Zion. And then the bottom layers of rock at Zion are The top layers of the Grand Canyon, Whoa. and so it just continues all the way into like the Kaibab region in Arizona. So
0: cool, looks like a
1: cake, it's just like a big cake, a wedding cake. Yes, that's a good way of explaining layers. It.
0: You know what else has layers?
1: <laughs> Ogres, Ogres. <laughs> 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 Parfaits. everybody loves parfaits.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting.
1: And yes, and just like the rest of the Colorado Plateau, it was created by sedimented rock. Um, just Big rivers and oceans just piling up sediment on top of each other. And then they were, lithification happened, which is when they became rock. Um, this started about 240 million years ago. Again, I can't even imagine the, that time scale. I cannot fathom, but 240 million years ago, it started building on top of each other. And about 10,000 years ago, the uplift of the Colorado Plateau happened thanks to, um, tectonics. There's also some volcanoes in the region, some dormant volcanoes, which is cool. They didn't form Zion but they're around. And then at 10,000 years ago uplift happened. the Colorado Plateau became just this big cake <laughs> and then water and other elements eroded parts of Zion. And so Zion Canyon, the big canyon that is really famous, that is where everybody, Takes photos and falls off Angel's Landing. (laughs) Two it's it's two thousand foot deep carving from the Virgin River, which flows from Utah into Nevada and Arizona. So Zion was created by a river, basically. Yeah. Which is awesome.
0: Over a long, long time.
1: Long, long time ago, and it's still (laughs) it's still ongoing. There's still. Um, rock slides in Zion. There's still lots of ge- geologic. There's still lots of geologic activity.
2: There's processes, yeah.
1: Lots of processes. There's still earthquakes and things. Um, it's, it's, just, still, it's still actively being still changing, formed. still moving. So it might not look the same in another ten thousand years, and it yeah. won't. I can guarantee.
2: We'll just have to wait and find out. I guess You'll just have to years. see. I hope coming, we'll soon coming soon to a. So national park Angel's park Landing year. was mentioned. Isaac, talk yeah. about
0: that. Oh, yeah, Angel's Landing. So um, have have either of you done this one?
1: Yes, Isaac, I have done it with you. <laughs> I
2: have not. Yeah, um, yeah. When I was younger, I thought it was just like Angel Grove from Power Rangers. I thought it was just a way to say the oh. <laughs> city where they're from. <laughs> Angel <laughs> Grove. Yeah, and so, um, no, I, I learned about it being a dangerous hike. and yeah. I've got a brother-in-law that I would do it with just because he's that kind of guy that you want with you because he's super gutsy but also really reactive and can, like, totally save your life in that situation. Sure. But without him, no, I have zero desire to to do this.
0: Yeah. um, Man, so Zion is home to some of the most famous hikes in the country. Um, I
1: think it's one of the most trafficked national parks in the U.S. Yes.
0: That's a fact. So Angel's Landing being one of them, um, the Narrows being. Um, the other hike that
2: most tourists will go to—that's that's the Microsoft background on your computer. <laughs> yeah,
1: it an is.
0: office building yeah. you've never been to. They're really smooth, kind of curvy stone walls, really tight space. Yeah. Yep, that's in Zion National Park. Um, so Angel's Landing is um, considered one of the scariest hikes in the states. And I can attest to that, it really is. I don't think I've ever been more scared for my life um, than when I was up there. And not to say I'm insecure with my own capabilities on a mountain. I'm very secure on a mountain, I love it. But my goodness, like I've never (laughs) been so close to a 2,000 foot drop in my life. Yeah,
1: tell us why it's so dangerous.
0: Well, so the hike, essentially the entire hike is walking on top of a really narrow ridge. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, it takes you up and up and up and up to a viewpoint where you can essentially see 360 degrees around you. That's the whole point of it. It's one of the most spectacular views in the park, one of the most spectacular views in the country. And that's why people want to go up there. Um, and one of the other things that makes it so scary is that it's on sandstone and it's really- Nice and slick. It can be yeah, really the whole slippery. park is sandstone. And the the day that we hiked it, it was the day after it had rained. You remember that? Yeah. And so it was just, even more slippery, and there were so many people there. And thank goodness they've changed this, where you have to have a permit or it's a lottery system to hike it now. So only a certain amount of people can be there each so day. There's not
2: a line. You have to sign up exactly.
0: For. Okay. But um, when the, we went, the nightmare there that, was a line. Yeah, and
1: people were climbing over people. There were there's chains at certain parts, which they've chained up a lot of it. it that used, was going to yes. be my
2: next question: is what? Are Mm -hmm. there ropes or chains? There's chains to hold
1: on on to, but not to protect you from falling off the side.
2: You'd think they'd make you wear like a carabiner with like a rope or something, right? (laughs) The liability, you think.
1: I'm questioning everything about it. Because
0: you see pictures of it and you think, wow, that's amazing, I want to do it. And you get up there and you've got about four feet of, of space to stand at um, the narrowest
1: parts. Not the whole thing isn't that.
0: No, narrow, no, no, no. At, at the scariest parts, which would probably encompass about twenty feet, twenty to thirty feet of the whole hike. Would you say?
1: Yeah, there's there's just a few spots. Yeah, like
0: that. but in those spots, you've got about four feet of rock to stand on, and either side is a two thousand foot drop. So it's really, really scary, especially if you've got problems with heights, like I do. <laughs> Some people don't have issues with that, but I do. Um, I and got so, a problem with heights.
2: I just hate falling from them.
0: <laughs> 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 Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, that, that was a stupid joke, by the way. People. But it's, no, it's, wow, it's scary. Um, was this your guys'
2: honeymoon? I keep interrupting, sorry. No. no. Okay.
1: This was break. It was just last break. summer. Oh, spring fun. break two years ago. Yeah. We camped. It was lovely to camp there. I encourage all to do that. We oh, had
2: beautiful. a good
0: time. Um... Yeah, let's see. Um, 14 people have died, huh? 14 people have died on this hike all time.
1: I bet more have died, and they just haven't reported. <laughs> they went at midnight, yeah. and the is <laughs> still
0: down there. Well, in the, in the reports I read, they say, from, to the best of their knowledge, they know that 14 people have died. Oh, so it could yeah. be more, probably nice. more. That's a, and they probably, would, they probably wouldn't say the real number to deter tourists from coming there. I don't know. I
2: don't know, Zions. We're not trying to diss you. We just no, want to be very well. transparent about what's going on.
0: Yeah. It's dangerous, and I think, I think peop- they, they tell people to hike it at their own risk, which is fair. Um, I think reducing the number of people up there is going to help a lot, though. Cool.
1: And if you, do design, if you do do Angel's Landing, just make sure that you you have the right equipment, you have good shoes, um, and you're with a group of people. Do it during at times of the year when there's not rain or anything. Try to just maximize your safety in as many yeah. ways as possible. It's really exciting. It's really cool not telling people not to do it, just saying that you should be careful.
2: Yeah. And get that will and last testament (laughs) notarized. (laughs) Yes. Just kidding. Very cool. We don't
1: need to do probate for you.
2: No, thank goodness, yeah. Um, Do we want to hit history real quick? Yeah, let's jump into history. Yeah, no, and there's not, I mean, there's a ton in terms of years here, but Mm -hmm. we'll just do a high level. Um, So the first known human presence in the area is the Archaic period. This is 6,000 years B.C. or B.C.E., um this were, uh, I mean, Casey kind of touched on this, right? The, the cliffs provided refuge from wind. Obviously they're still cold, but that made it appealing for traveling groups who needed to stop and seek some refuge. Um, earlier settlers built small villages called Pueblos, or at least that's what they're known as. Uh, there are uh, there have been found baskets, nets, fiber sandals with yuca, um, yeah, I guess fibers and cords, but fibers dating back to that period. And later on in that period, which, again, that we're talking about thousands of years, so that could just keep that in the right perspective. Um, sorry, totally got lost for a second there. So the, the semi-nomadic Anasazi started to call that home. And they were officially known as basket makers just because of so much of what has been found there are baskets. Um, they lived in shallow underground pit houses. And uh, this period lasted until, historically, really recently, um, relatively, I should say, about 500 years common era or um, AD. And then next up, we had the proto-historic period. There were major droughts and flooding in the area for the 11th and 12th centuries. And this uh, got those basket makers that drove them out of the area. And it was just deemed bad for horticulture. And so uh, there really wasn't a lot of settlement there until... Um, we're talking now about the 1700s, and if you heard a uh, recent podcast of ours, Dominguez and Escalante, they uh, passed through this area near T- Kolob Canyon. There were also some whites, some Europeans, um, Jedediah Smith, who... Uh, That's ex-
1: the most, like,
2: like hunter country right?
1: name I've ever heard. He'd
2: felt. Um, I feel
1: like I know so many people trader. named Jedediah because of this dude.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> and he was under contract for the American Fur Company, Then let's fast forward about 60 years. We've got in the mid-1800s, Mormon families um, were the first European descendants to settle the area, building up these towns, uh, becoming what are now known as the cities of Parowan and Cedar City. And then in still fairly recent history, 1904, um, we have Frederick S. Dellenbaugh. That's how I'd say his name. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone else would say it different um did a a mural a painting of zion and um, got it put on display at the 1904 st louis world fair giving it some exposure uh definitely attracted some tourists and made its way all the way to president taft who thought that was awesome and said let's make this a national park that's what i got history wise president taft got stuck in his own bathtub he sure so did. so fat. <laughs> Just kidding. That's. I, I'm pretty sure that's been debunked. But. Burn on President I Taft. I actually
1: don't know. You I know, feel like I need to do some research about
2: that. On, I found Ripley's, believe it or not, Ripley's. site. And they said that it's not confirmed, but um, I, I don't know how scholarly it is. I know very little about President Taft. Sounds like a he mar- Heck he, of a mustache.
1: He was the only single president. He got married while he was a president, I think.
2: That's sure. That's a bargaining chip. Or ship, is that you know? over yeah.
1: Cleveland? Am I, am I confusing him? I don't know.
2: I, I'm not going to hold you against it. <laughs>
1: Whatever. Either way, it's large fella. Yeah. But he
2: made Zion's. um oh I just did it. James. Zion's. Gosh, what a new. I said it wow. a few times, but I, have. I haven't wanted to correct you. That's no correct. Call me out on that. Gosh dang it! I'm sorry, should, what
1: What what sound should we make when we make a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're gonna have to pay five bucks to, to Zion That's every time fine. you say Zion's That's
2: fine. <laughs> sorry, Zion. <laughs>
0: Anyways, that's what I got. Yeah, that's great. So just starting from the early Anasazis, um, way, way back when in VC, up until the the Mormon and uh, some European settlers. We've gotten to where we are now. Um, it was those settlers that um, initially started the the townships of Cedar City and Parowan. And those have developed into um, pretty prominent towns now. Thriving communities, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, uh, we got a college town in Cedar City. Yep, yeah, SUU. And
1: Parowan
2: is just awesome. (laughs) Parowan is. No, I really do
1: like Southern Utah. It's a beautiful place. It's a gorgeous place. Parowan is the county seat of Iron County. I will have you you all know.
2: Yeah. I think. Um. I I know you're right because that's where the treasurer's website says they're located.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Good. So just uh, right outside of Zion, there's a small town called Springdale. And it's a really pretty little town. Casey and I went and had dinner there one night. It was um, uh, very quaint, romance. It's really nice. Uh, yeah, it's great. So,
1: wait, it, you also have played? Yeah, um,
0: when I was stuff there. When I was younger, when I was playing in one of my first bands, we had a yearly gig out in Springdale, no and way. we would go and play for this museum. Um, one of the local museum's curators would um, bring us out, and we'd just play for a gallery opening. What group was this? This is my first group called Firefly. Nice. This was the girl band. It was Isaac all girls was the except for male. me. Uh, we ranged from 13 to 19. Um, so we were all teenagers. I was the youngest one. I was of 13. Of course you were. Goodness. And, you know, me, me and a bunch of girls, that's just Slayer. how I rolled. Slaying. Playing, playing in a girl band since I can remember.
2: And this was like folk music? Yeah, it okay. was just folk music. Cool.
1: The yeah. entourage, I can imagine. I've seen really awesome that's photos funny, of Isaac at the, at the hotel in Springdale like jumping into the pool. So. Yeah, you don't
2: want to see those. Can oh, I confirm. Thought, I thought she was going to say, like, sitting on a couch, sipping a non-alcoholic martini oh. surrounded by these there women she wears a red robe. There or. are also
1: good <laughs> photos of Isaac sitting in the middle of the girls. Ah. Yeah, you
2: know, that's how I roll. Maybe
1: we can post them on our Instagram.
2: That would be so good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the, the, that was my introduction to Zion. I would play music there. We'd go into the uh, canyon uh, by day and play by night. And they've got a really cool IMAX theater there, actually, in the, in the visitor center. Man, <laughs> Where, look how far you,
2: they've come. <laughs> right?
0: And so you can see like um, really cool shots of the stars, and it's cool. That's sweet. Yeah, that's really They've cool. got the 4D roller coaster experience there, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's a great place to visit. If you want to stay in and around Zion, you've got to make early reservations. Um, it's very, very trafficked, so you want to get there as quick as you can. Okay.
1: Um, one thing about Zion that is It is, because it is so heavily trafficked, they are trying some new campaigns to maybe ease the pressures on Springdale and also the canyon itself. So they have shuttles. You can't drive into the canyon all the way. There is, you can drive up to a certain point and then you have to go um, right and that will take you to some other towns in the area. But um, there's a shuttle There And the shuttle stops at different stops along the way, so like Emerald Pools is a really famous hike. I've actually never done it. Um, The Narrows, it takes you all the way into the Narrows. And there are other parts of the park that aren't accessed by the main canyon itself. You can come in from the north, from St. George, or there are other ways of getting in. But those are more primitive sites, and you need to um, be really prepared for those. So the most trafficked and the most developed areas are from the south end, accessed yeah. by Springdale.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of being prepared, I want to talk a little bit about flash floods. Do it. Um, so flash floods occur every year at Zion, um, and because it's a canyon and it can, it gets really narrow at
2: some ends. Well, and the flooding is what made those slot canyons look as they are. Exactly. Right? That's why they're yeah. so tall. And yeah. They're beautiful. There's right?
1: nowhere. There's nowhere for when it rains in the desert and it's straight up rock. There's nowhere for it to go. Mm-hmm. So they just. It just. Keeps growing and following, and it finds wherever it can move to. From Shoes down the canyon, yeah. So, a flash flood is just a big flood in a canyon.
0: There we exactly. go. A rapidly quick
2: moving flood.
1: It can, car- it can carry away cars, it yep. can carry away people. They're and hopes really and deep.
2: And dreams and the hopes and dreams, and my <laughs> dignity. Yeah, and, and I mean, you think Angel's Landing was bad. I mean, there's there's death counts, big ones with flash floods, right? Yeah.
1: More people die of flash floods than they die of. Starvation in the Significantly desert. Significantly more.
0: Um, I
2: think. I think one of the leading causes of death in Zion
0: is drowning, and that's crazy, due man. to flash floods. Crazyness. Um, dozens of people have died in flash floods over the years. Um, most recently, in 2015, there were seven hikers. This is all over the news. Uh, there were seven hikers who died because they were stuck in the Narrows um, after the weather warning had gone out, and so they didn't know that one was coming. The rain kind of came on quick, and it rained a they lot in a really short amount quick. of time. And, yeah, it, it, it'll kind of hit you out of nowhere. But these guys got caught up in it, and they all were found Dude,
2: a few days later. that's so terrible. That's so sad. It's really sad. <laughs> Travel with caution, people. I mean, we didn't want to make this a death-laced episode, but <laughs> there's <laughs> a warnings. That's all. Yeah. Go, go and enjoy these places. Just be responsible, right? Yeah.
0: Seriously, be responsible. Listen to the weather warnings. If they tell you to stay out, then stay out.
1: If you see any signs of rainfall, even if it's kind of far away or you don't think that it's coming near you, that doesn't mean that there won't be a flash flood. The water can come from other places, and so just beware. But please see enjoy. Something, th- say something. See something. Oh, see something. Totally wild. That's what they say on the trains. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's that. Um, stay safe. Have fun. Um, the last thing I really wanted to touch on with Zion was the rock climbing community there. Nice. You're um,
1: such a you're such a outdoorsy guy.
0: I, I, it's so cool. Um, I, I have posters <laughs> of outdoorsy people. <laughs> I have a Patagonia hat. That counts. Hey, you know what? You got the brand on. Then you I won. got the merch. That's right. Okay, you can go get on that wall and no one will think That's twice. Funny. That's right. Anyway, so Jake, you know who Alex Honnold is?
2: Uh, I do. Cool.
0: Yeah. He yes. Tell us a little bit about that
2: guy. So um, he before Mister Alex was famous. He kind of got his start with a giant solo climb in Zion, and he was the first ever to solo what they call the Moonlight Buttress, uh, now a world-renowned climb. The what? Uh, Moonlight Buttress. Is it Buttress? I don't care. Uh, I tell I, no, me. I I'd I'd call buttress. it Buttress. Oh, okay. <laughs> buttress and teasing. Me. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no, Buttress is good. <laughs> Just give a little giggle, you know. Of <laughs> course, <laughs> but no, he, he made Zion's in the rock climbing community a, a big deal. Am I right? Yeah, you get that.
0: Yeah, okay. true. He was, um, this is when he was 22 in 2008. He soloed a child. Yeah. Just a young lad. Um, he soloed the moonlight buttress and, um, reading on the history, he practiced it four times and then it rained for two days. So he got to rest a little bit. Then he went out and sent it up. Um, he hiked it in about an hour and a half. No, the whole thing. And that's about, dude. that's that's almost 2000 feet, I think. Um, and soloing is when you hike without, or you rock climb without ropes, yeah. um, for those who don't know. And it's a really dangerous thing, but Alex sent it. Um, he kind of was the one to bring the rock climbing community into Zion, make that wall famous. And um, when you go now, when you shuttle through the canyon, you'll often see rock climbers lining the walls just throughout the whole, uh, the whole canyon.
2: Jeez, man, that's scary. It's but really you know, fun to watch. Like, as outdoor activities go, I... I like rock climbing, which is weird because I'm really a danger averse person. But maybe it was because like in high school I did it a little bit in, in California. Did you see uh, Don Wall? Yeah, that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, Tommy Caldwell. Yeah, I loved that. That, <laughs> that was guy amazing. was cool.
1: Isaac and Jake are grinning right now. I will. Report. <laughs> no, it's,
2: it's just cool stuff. Really cool.
1: No, it's good. I just I just like how passionate you are about it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Anyways, Zion's huh? Zion.
1: Gosh e- dang oh, it! Oh boy. E- you? e-
2: you're canceled. Cancel me. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So that's Zion, cool. this is, Zion a is a great place to visit. It's um it it just might be my favorite national park in Utah. Really? Wow. Um, it's it's either that or Bryce. I love Bryce. I've got strong emotional ties, but I also played music with women in Zion. So. <laughs> with women. What can I say? So really what else can
2: determine your favorite? <laughs> He's it's, tied down now, ladies. That's right. I He's am tied happily, to a good woman, Casey gladly.
1: Thank you.
0: But yeah, um, Hope you enjoyed this one. Um, if you're going, stay safe. And um, check out the
1: website. Um, the National yeah. Parks website's great.
2: Speaking of checking out websites or pages, if you guys got ideas for what you want to hear about Utah, let us know on our on Instagram. On our Instagram,
1: yeah. at Utah Places and Traces.
0: Go follow us on Instagram. Send us a DM of what you want to hear us talk about, and we'll try and get it covered.
2: And we'll get some pictures of Isaac up there a stat.
0: Okay. Thanks, folks. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye.